Only about 10% of the BC Nurses Union's 48,000 members are men, close to $5,000, or 5,000 people, rather. Bumping that number up might help ease a nursing shortage that has resulted in hospital emergency room closures, and there are more of them again this weekend, and backlogs. But societal bias against men in the nursing profession continues. Here to talk more about it is Dwayne Pettyjohn, the Associate Dean in the School of Health and Human Services at Camosun College, who started out uh, as a nurse uh, 20 years in the profession before turning to teaching. Mr. Pettyjohn, Dwayne, good morning and welcome. Thanks, Erling. Nice to be here. Well, it's good to have you with us. A moment of the Dwayne Pettyjohn story, if you would, please. You graduated from UVic with a nursing degree, and you went to work as an ambulance attendant, and somehow or another that turned into being an ER nurse for 20 years. Tell us a story. Yeah, yeah. I started out as an ambulance attendant back in Toronto back in the 80s and then looked at, you know, where else I could go in healthcare and, you know, more variety, more opportunity and, and nursing um, was the avenue I chose. So, yeah, moved to Victoria. I'm originally from D.C. Went to Camosun College in UVic and graduated in 1996. Hard to believe it's uh, that long ago. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Worked on some general surgical units, but always knew that I wanted to work in the emergency room and then worked there for approximately 20 years before I uh, moved into the role of teaching and uh, been teaching since 2006 and now in more of an administrative role here at Camosa College. So you would know firsthand being a male nurse and having been at it for quite some time before leaving to, to start teaching. Did you encounter, you refer to the stigma in your article, which I picked up in the Victoria Times Colonist. You talk about the stigma, the social stigma against men in the nursing profession. Have you had more than your share of, of, of feedback, negative uh, in your career? Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, within that story, they were talking about, you know, four, other, uh, four of us who were males that uh, had in their individual experience. Mm-hmm. So for some, they've had that stigma. For me, uh, personally, I never really experienced that stigma. And I'm not sure, you know, uh, you know, if that was because in Victoria versus the smaller communities, and you look at um, just in general society, and there was lots of, relatively speaking, there were, where there were male role models within uh, where I was employed. So um, I didn't personally experience that stigma that some have, uh, but certainly acknowledge that uh, all of our stories are individualized for sure. So it's it do because you at Camosun College, now you're back being the associate dean of the school that you once upon a time attended and, and graduated yes. from. So there's a nice circle completed for you. When you, do, when, nice when you have your first year male nursing students uh, now entering and, and, and going to college, uh, do they do they talk to you about the kind of uh, feedback they're getting from just having chosen the profession in the first place? Yeah, and I think it, it's very, just like was in that article, we all have varied experiences mm-hmm. um, around how some may or may not perceive stigma. I think it's it's lessening for sure. Um, and uh, I think as we see more uh, role models out there within within nursing, um, that, you know, creates those um, opportunities for those who identify as male and males to see that, that nursing it can be a career for them. It's just not a uh, female field, as it were, right now. Right? And yet, I think, I'm sorry, I was just going to say, and yet that has, it has that sort of uh, cachet, doesn't it, Dwayne? It has, it, oh, it, if you're going to be a nurse, well, it's, 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 it's a woman's job. Yeah, I mean, certainly historical, yeah. those, those gender biases have been there for sure. I think, uh, you know, I like to think that we are breaking them down and we're starting to see those, those barriers uh, break down for whether you're male or female. We look at 
the medical profession now where uh, it's about a 50-50 split. We look at other um, professions that were traditionally uh, male, uh, more females are entering there. And I, I think we'll see the same happen in nursing as we, as society starts to see nursing and the the opportunities that exist in nursing for for everyone right it's just not about as i indicated in my article many believe that it was just working in the hospital Mm -hmm. where there's so many more opportunities out there for nurses uh to work you know within the hospital or acute care setting education government research up north and nursing can take you uh, to uh, an urban center, rurals, uh, across Canada, up north, around the world. So there's so many opportunities in nursing, and it, it's a good-paying job as well with many opportunities. And the government, the provincial government, has, uh, of course, weathered a pandemic along with the rest of us and recognized yes. what's happened to the nursing profession through the— and it was three years ago today, Duane, that the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 to be a pandemic. Interesting timing for our conversation because in the ensuing three years we've seen a lot of people leave the nursing profession and a lot of the, the a lot of the number one reason frankly is burnout yeah absolutely right we, we've seen that and uh, definitely it's put a strain on everyone in healthcare, um, and certainly has caused um, many to leave and it's also uh, you know with that as well somebody uh, some Many re-entered the profession, mm-hmm. yep. but I think the one of the silver linings of that, and when we look at the nursing shortage, is um, we saw how crucial nurses were to the healthcare system and um, how they were involved in it. And um, um, so I think that's going to be one of those positive aspects of seeing that nursing can be a really great career and how crucial it is to uh, the healthcare of all of us. Um, and so th- hopefully that, yeah, will in- increase those wanting to enter into nursing right. and uh, create more opportunities. And the provincial government, just to follow up on what I started to say, has announced more nursing seats to be added to the existing programs ar- around the province. And you and your colleagues are talking about in terms of recruiting nurses, especially male nurses, to get at get at young men uh, in the high school level, uh, getting to those high school job fairs where they you can compete for their attention attention uh, and possible career designs at an early stage in their in their lives. Yeah, absolutely. We want to ensure that, you know, for not only males, but but all segments of society that they see nursing as a, as a career for them. Right. So mm. looking at the, the diversity uh, of our population, ensuring that everyone sees a role for them in nursing, whether you're male or female, you know, minority, indigenous, uh, certainly want to be representative of society and increase those opportunities and, and break down some of those traditional uh, gender uh, barriers that exist. You're at Camosun College and you have a school of nursing, Duane. Uh, is, are you, uh, are, is the demand for seats always full every year? Do you have an overflow year after year after year? We, we do, we do. We take in 160 students per year and generally speaking, we, we you know, get around, you know, between 450 and 550 applicants. Mm. So there's certainly the demand there. Um, it's just uh, ensuring that, uh, that everyone, again, everyone sees themselves that this could be a career for them, right? And just as within a nursing shortage, we're also in an instructor shortage as well. So, uh, you know, the, they kind of go hand in hand. So we're all working hard to increase our capacity and 
educate as many nurses as we can and get them out there uh, working and uh, supporting us all. So when you worked as a paramedic, as an ambulance attendant, before you went to nursing school, would that be something you could recommend to others who may be considering a field, a career in the field of health care and aren't quite sure where or how to start uh, to do what you did? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's many opportunities to uh, explore what might be if healthcare is going to be a career for you, whether you want to become an ambulance attendant and or paramedic. You can look at becoming a healthcare aide, a licensed practical nurse, mm-hmm. uh, move into nursing. So there's lots of opportunity out there. And, and right now the government is, is funding many people to, to uh, move into the healthcare assistant role. So, again, that's a good starting point to see if that's something that you may be interested in. And um, and then looking at how you can ladder that forward in advancing yourself in your healthcare career. I must tell you, I was surprised that the, of the 48,000 members strong BC Nurses Union, 5,000 of those are men. I was surprised that there that, that were there are that many. To be perfectly honest with you, Dwayne, I think that's <laughs> that's really good, and it's only going to grow, isn't it? I, I firmly believe it is going to grow. It's It's been kind of that 10% range, uh, even since I, well, I think it was around 8 or 9% when I started in the field, you know, uh, getting, oh, moving up here to about 30 years. So it's slowly increased right at that 10%. I mean, I think for ourselves, when we look at uh, our students that come into our nursing program, I would, right now on average, right, we're like 15, 18, 20% year in, year out mm-hmm. uh, of those being male students who identify as male. So I think you know, in the coming years, we are going to see that that um, number of, of, of males increase in the nursing profession, I think. And today, as society, like anything, as we break down those gender barriers, right, that uh, whether you're male or female, you're just going to see nursing as a, as a great career path and great opportunities. And hopefully that's where we get to sooner rather than later. Indeed, and perhaps one of the byproducts of emerging successfully from a pandemic and uh, developing uh, uh, an enhanced appreciation for the healthcare business, period. Uh, that's, that's certainly going to accelerate the process, one can only hope. Dwayne Pettyjohn, thanks for doing this with us this morning. Great to have you on the show, sir. Great. Thanks, Sterling.